Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who yes, do we, we have? do. We have Crystal Lee Brown with us today. She is an actress who has appeared in the award-winning film Hidden Figures, the hit CW series Black Lightning, season two of Netflix's Mindhunter, as well as numerous other roles. You can catch her next on Stars Crime Drama Hightown. And we're excited to have her on the yes. show. So welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Chris and Sandy. <laughs> it's our pleasure. Yes. Um, I always like to start the show out the, kind of the same way. Um, mm -hmm. The last 18 months has been tough for a lot of people, especially yes. oh, entertainment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, entertainment has gotten hit hard. So how did COVID affect you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver to get through this craziness? Well, you know what? I have been fortunate through COVID. I was I worked the whole time we were in, in the pandemic. Um, oh. I actually was in the middle of production on a show when we shut down. So we did take the hiatus and then we went back into production oh, wow. late October. Um, I shot a, a commercial, a national commercial with my daughter in the summer of COVID be fun. 2020. And then I went into production for Hightown in yeah. the beginning of this year. So I know that hasn't been everyone's story. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, however, I still felt the effects of that. You know, um, like I said, I was on a show that shut down. We had to come back to work under the new protocols and safety regulations. So that was tough because you couldn't interact with, you know, cast and crew the way, you know, we're normally being able to do that on set. So, you know, grateful for everyone that just stood up, took the initiative that, you know, we were able to produce shows and do it safely. And of course, being what you do, you had, you know, when after about probably about after a month, you had no idea what if entertainment would ever come back. For sure. So I was like everyone else. I was like, well, let me watch some television. I'm going <laughs> to binge watch on all the shows and yes. you know, try to work out at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that that part was tough. I think it was it was even kill for a lot of us, like in the beginning. And then it's like. Okay, this is going on like two, three months now. What, what's happening? So, you know, we started to, I definitely started to feel the effects just like the whole world did. Yeah, it's like us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020, right, so a couple, couple months, months before, before COVID. The pandemic, and started. we were, um, original plan was kind of do 100 interviews first year. We thought if we could do that, that'd be a great foundation for a first That's year a show, yes. And then COVID happens. And I'm sitting there watching everything get shut down. I'm like, you know, I told Sandy, I was like, we can't change COVID, but man, this might be our silver lining. Yeah. Now, because now everybody has time for our show, for a new show to get going. And so we reached out to everybody last year. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year and we're over 460 wow. now. That's amazing. Congratulations. So been, you know, so it's been great for us. I mean, again, like you said, it's not everybody's um, story. Um, we've struggled with it too. I mean, the good thing is some of the side jobs we do to stay afloat, we still were able to do because yes. we were considered um, frontline people. Yes, essential yes. workers, essential like workers. food delivery and things like so that. So we, yeah, we so. still stayed afloat, mm -hmm. but not everybody did. And we get that. Yes. yes. Well, thank you for being an essential worker during those times because, you know, I, I think, um, your work didn't go unnoticed, but but it's celebrated. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to act? I like to go deeper than that. When did it actually click for you that this could be a career move? Well, you know, my mother introduced me to movies, television and film, mm -hmm. super early. Um, I remember we used to gather around the television on Sundays and watch the Sunday matinee movies. So oh, yeah. I was introduced to It's a Mad, 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 Mad World at the age <laughs> of five. Imitation of Life. Um, the first time I saw Denzel Washington was in a 1984 movie called The George McKinnon Story. Oh, wow. From, uh, Street was 1984 in Silkwood. So watching those movies, I was enamored by mm -hmm. the artistic expression of all the actors and work, the storytelling, essentially. Um, and I said, I want to do that. Like, <laughs> you know, I still was trying to figure out how they got into the... In, how they got into the square. Yes, <laughs> but after yes. that, I was like, oh, so that's a thing. This is a job. I can I can use my imagination and, and create stories and, and become a different person. That seems pretty cool. And then from there, my mom would seek out, you know, um, community productions and mm -hmm. small town theaters. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I had a lot of theater companies in the city. Okay. So I would just, um, I enrolled in classes. Wow. So what would you say has been your hardest role to play? The hardest? Um, I would say my role as Sabonia in The Good Lord Bird oh, wow. you know, uh, with Ethan Hawke. So Ethan Hawke plays abolitionist John Brown. The, mm -hmm. the, the subject matter is very sensitive. It deals with enslavement. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I play a, an enslaved leader. Wow. So diving into that character, diving into that story, into um, my history, into my ancestors' history, cultural—that um, was that was tough. It was it was engaging. I enjoyed it very much. Um, but just having to tell a real story, um, you yeah. know, it, 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 it moves you differently. It so through that story, what did you learn most about you? Hmm. Interesting. But I'm powerful <laughs> as. <laughs> All get out. <laughs> yes, yes. And that yes. wasn't a question that was on my sheet. That was just something that came oh, no. to mind as you're talking. For I was like, sure. you know what? For sure. There's a story there behind the story. For sure. And I think every role does that. Every role, yeah. every character should should teach you about yourself as an artist. You know, you mm -hmm. should learn something from that character. You always want to walk away with something. So every role that I play, each character has a special place in my heart, and they've all taught me something about either myself or about the work, about the process. So yeah. I'm grateful for that. So what's been your most fun role? Hmm. Fun? I, I'm having fun with Janelle. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm having fun with her. Now, tell us a little bit about your character yes, there. Please tell us more yes. about her. I'm having fun with her because she's me. Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Crystal, this is me. I'm tough. I'm no nonsense, right? I don't, I don't take any stuff from nobody. Mm -hmm. um, um, and all the other roles are more so period pieces. So like mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. played a real woman that was, you know, a period piece, Judas and the Black Messiah, all these things are period roles, which I love. I love mm -hmm. that genre. But Janelle just just I I she I can just step into her. Wow. And, you know, there's still work to be done for mm -hmm. sure to dive into the character, but she's fun to play. She's fine. Awesome. So how was your role in Hidden Figures? Because we love that movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, Hidden Figures, 
that was great. I worked on that show for a few, on that movie for a few months, working with mm-hmm. Taraji Henson and Octavia Spencer and Janelle Monet, Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was simply amazing. And to tell again a real story, to to portray characters, authentic characters that led a movement, culture, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that defined defined um, your role as a woman, as a black woman during mm-hmm. that time. That we were capable, right? That we were yeah, smart, smart, right? And that mm-hmm. we were uh, more than enough to handle the job of being yeah. the human computers for NASA. So, <laughs> That's amazing. And it was yeah. great that the guy took up for y'all so much that he believed in, because again, you know, he could have been like a lot of people in, the, in those days and just says, you know what? I, I don't care. Yeah. But, he, but sure. you know, he cared yes. enough and it changed everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, and, and, and we believe we can do it. Captain Johnson, we can do it, right? Because with or without him, you were going to do it. Yeah, it was the belief himself right? Yeah, didn't need, you know, validation, right? Mm-hmm. For what she believed in, absolutely. Love that. Love it. <clears throat> so, as you know, a lot of people they see the glory behind what you do, but they don't see the the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggle it takes. Not just to get to a, you know, up in the big level of gloriness and within entertainment, but even a career level. Mm-hmm. And we always want to talk about that because I think it's one of the most sugar-coated, glossed over things. People okay. think if I got talent, I'll make it. No big deal. But mm-hmm. we both know that's just not true because there's so yeah. much that's got to go in and even a little bit of luck from time to time. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What have... In your experience so far, what are some of the sacrifices and struggles you've went through to get to where you are today? For sure. Absolutely. Well, I've been in L.A. for 17 years and I'm from oh, the wow. East Coast of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So I moved away from my family and friends. Oh, that's that was hard. the mm-hmm. toughest thing in the beginning. Back when there was no social media. There was no I think mm-hmm. Facebook had just started. <laughs> oh, wow. um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I was following my dreams. So for me, it was stepping out on faith because I believed that I could pursue this career. I left Mm -hmm. one career to now pursue uh, entertainment and leaving my family behind was tough. You know, I I moved in October of 2005. So the holidays were right around the corner. I didn't go back home that first year for the holidays. So I'm used to snow and, you know, Mm -hmm. homemade everything. I was in L.A. with new friends like so. Should we go buy a turkey? What do? <laughs> <laughs> and it was 100 degrees outside, so it was a total shift. Um, so that's a, that's a, that was a huge challenge. And even now, when I'm working, it's a challenge to leave my family because I have a 10-year-old daughter. I have a husband. And a lot of times, majority of the jobs are not shooting in L.A. So I have to travel for work and I have oh, to leave my family once again. Um, so that's tough. I think that's the, the biggest challenge for me. It Ain't is. it crazy? You moved to LA for this career, but yet most of your jobs are not in LA. It takes me back. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, and it's good. It's mm-hmm. expanding across, you know, the nation, so that you know, because I think it's important for Hollywood to film in other areas. It's just so important. For sure, absolutely. And aside from that, you know, the hustle and grind is—it takes a lot of work. It's a lot of sacrifice, like you said, a lot of a lot of triumphs, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, right? A lot of questioning, 
What <laughs> should I keep doing this? Did I make the right choice? Um, but it always comes back to the work. For me, I always have to go back to why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Yeah. Right? So it's not about me. It's about servicing my art. It's about telling stories. It's about my family. Um, so once I realized that I had to take it off of myself and I'm, I, I know that I'm doing it for other people, then that's what keeps me like, okay, I didn't get that one. On to the next. Okay. And we, get what, and we get what you're yeah. saying because again, you know, with our show, you know, a lot of people, they see um, this 30, 40 minutes um, that we have on this and we have fun. We enjoy this. And, you know, I can't imagine not doing this. But they don't see the behind the scenes, the mm -hmm. rejection emails, the rejections we get, the going back and forth, the having someone book the cancel, then trying to reschedule, then fit, slip them in, slip you know they don't see all the the grind that we have to do on a day to day mm -hmm. basis. Yes, for sure, and they don't see it as well. They see the finished product on television. Exactly. Oh, that's so cool. They don't see the audition process. They don't see the hours that you had to put in to prep. Right. Mm -hmm. Leaving your family, all those things. So, yeah, I think that I think that that's that's um, the case for a lot of a lot of different career paths. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Even take social media, just put the good things out there. They don't see, <laughs> you know, everything else. Yeah, because yeah, I think I think a really lot of times cool. people, too, you know, like they look at what you do and like, oh, well, that's you know, they watch you on TV and. They're like, well, that, you know, they got this great lifestyle. They got this made. And in fact, the better you are at, at your job, the mm -hmm. more they should say, oh, that looks easy. Because um, you're doing your job then. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So we talked a little bit about the sacrifice. So let's flip the script and go the other way. What are a few glory moments you're like, wow, that happened? Or wow, I got to do that. Well, you know, the biggest thus far has been um, my nomination for a daytime Emmy oh, for Outstanding true. Supporting Actress in a Daytime Digital Series for my role wow. of Tamira in the hit series Giants. I mean, oh, yeah. recognized by the Television Academy to be an Emmy-nominated actor. Mm -hmm. I have that title. Um, you ever imagined that? I did. You know, I did. I was like, you know, if, if I'm going to be doing this work, it, right. it, and it's not about awards at yeah. all. Right. It's just about, you know, being recognized for your yes, work. That acknowledgement. You do it to be recognized. You do it right. for the work. And then those things just come with it. So I was totally surprised that um, I was nominated. Not that, you know, the role wasn't good or I didn't do my job and the mm -hmm. performance, but just to be recognized yeah. by my peers and by the Television Academy is a huge honor. Now, have you seen a shift? in um in hollywood towards helping african-americans come up get their point because again as you know years ago it was ha really hard yes, for to you get the but i think there's a shift so that seems to be happening at least i hope it is mm -hmm. well the conversation of diversity inclusion and representation on television is going to always be an ongoing conversation not just for african-americans and mm -hmm. entertainment but for latinos mm -hmm. for you know yes. uh gender equality all the things mm -hmm. that yep. Constantly yeah. meeting media and that we're talking about and fighting for, that's what we need to see because we live in a world of 
differences. We live in a world where everyone does not subscribe to the same thing, right? Yeah. So you, everyone, every person, every ethnicity should mm -hmm. see some type of representation of themselves yeah. in television yeah. and film because that is what okay. gets us going. Everyone watches That's television. America. Yes. It is, right? So when you, when you don't have that, it kind of gets... Okay, what's happening here? Because this I don't see that world every day when I go outside. Yeah. I see a myriad of different people. So you have yeah. to include those people in, you know, in television and film. So um, I definitely think that aside from Hollywood recognizing that, this is why there are amazing creators, such mm -hmm. as the amazing black creators that I worked with on Giants, who are creating their own way creating mm -hmm. their own content. I mean, Tyler right? Perry is a proof of that. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. so, and it doesn't stop there. So mm -hmm. we, we have always been creating, creating our own way. So as long as artists understand that they have the power to create, mm -hmm. and we don't have to wait for validation from a studio or mm -hmm. someone to green light something, right? You, That's you, right. you include yourself with like-minded beings who are willing to put in the work whose goals align with your goals and anything is possible. Love yes. that. So as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, the teams never get the love they, they deserve. Mm -hmm. On our show, they do though. So if you oh. want to take a few minutes, just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yes. Well, of course, my family got number one in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and my professional team, you know, my agent and my agent and managers are amazing. Um, you know, I work with great people. And I think that is why you why people elevate in their in their journey. Right. You have to have a team. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. My PR yeah. team is amazing. You know, everyone has has something that they are applying to my career. Right. Because they see that. They see the work. Right. So mm -hmm. I think the team is imperative to have, especially, you know, when you're in it, everyone, when you first start out, actors are like, oh, I need an agent. I need a manager. I need this. Right. It's a necessity. We need, yep. uh, you know, we need representation to fight for us. We need representation mm -hmm. to to get our foot in the door. So I think we should always celebrate them. I know I celebrate my, I'm grateful for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So tell, you know, speaking of teams and family, tell us a husband story where your husband went above, and there's probably thousand stories. I get that. But something that kind of stands out, well, he went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, he really gets it. This is my passion. Well, you know, for me, my husband moved out to California with me prior to us being married. So we did, oh, long, wow. did long distance. That's huge. Years, oh. And, you know, I said, well, I'm going to be in Hollywood and this is what <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> right. So that was, that, that was huge. That I was think. really huge. And that, that's something that we've noticed with um, a lot of actor, actresses that come on our show, especially the younger ones where usually like parents or the, catalysts for them because yes, again that support that means, support so means much. everything yes it's everything to them yes i mean if not what would you do who would you cry to <laughs> who would you vent to right mm -hmm. you have to have that that team of people behind you that gets it that understand that can that can you know talk you out of <laughs> the cliff <you> know? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like, had to me off the cliff many times. Exactly. That's important. And I have that also an amazing group of friends that I have. My my amazing girlfriends from back home in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. and my new friends. Well, they're not new anymore. 17 years <laughs> of friendship. <laughs> But we're like family and we encourage each other, you know, we pray with each other, we, we push wow. each other, right? We share our wins um, with each other. So again, having a supportive tribe around mm-hmm. you that encourages you and, and supports you it, it is it's imperative, especially in this industry. Love that. <clears throat> so speaking of um, family and teams, we have a third co-host, our little nine-year-old. Yes, we, we do. Bring on, he asks a few questions, so Sandy's going to go get I'll him. I'll get him. Oh, and, okay. and we've got a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into our show, too, because we are oh, a family man. affair. So you're going to have to put more commas behind Sandy's name. It has to be the Chris, <laughs> be the Chris and Sandy and yes. <laughs> yes, awesome. <laughs> Love that. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, in fact, um, he loves this so much that w- next summer we're planning on launching a little podcast for him. Oh, that's great. Hi. Hi, Rizzo. So what's your favorite food? Oh, my favorite food. He asked the, he asked the good ones questions. I am, I am a seafood lover. So I don't, that's all I eat. So I'm a pescatarian. So I love, um, Oh, you know what I make that's really good? I make a honey mustard brown sugar glazed salmon. Oh, my goodness. Mm, I got the recipe. So I can't take credit for the recipe, but I have perfected the recipe. Um, So that's my favorite food. And my favorite vegetables are Brussels sprouts or garlic butter broccoli. Yeah. And what's yours? Mine's pizza. Pizza. Oh, my daughter's favorite is pizza as well. He does love broccoli. He, he actually loves vegetables. Oh, 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 I have to give a kudos to that. He's never been picky, which has he been good. Been oh, okay, awesome. Well, my daughter is a pizza lover, so. Uh, <laughs> so what's your first TV show? My favorite TV show right now is High Town on Stars. <laughs> um, but you know what? I watch a lot of television, you know, and I and it's part of my job to just keep up with what's happening, yeah. understanding storyline. I enjoy different genres, um, but I'm a fan of binge watching because <laughs> I can't wait a whole week. So I rather wait for the whole. So wait till the season's over and watch it all. Just go, 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 go. So yeah, so I have a lot of I, I have so many shows. Um, that I watch right now. I'm watching The Wonder Years on ABC. I'm watching Impeachment on <laughs> FX with Sarah Paulson. Uh, what else am I watching right now? Hmm. And I have some guilty pleasures reality shows, but I won't share those. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Mine, my, my SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob. Wow. Okay. I remember SpongeBob. He's been around for a long time. And yeah. they're still making new ones. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that's awesome. the crazy part. It's, it's, it's going from generation to generation. Awesome. Just this morning, I introduced my 10-year-old to Popeye. Ooh. Mm. Ah, that's a good one. Popeye. So we went on YouTube and I pulled up episodes of Popeye and I introduced her to Popeye and olive oil and Brutus. And you're like, who are those people? But check it out. I grew up on Popeye. Yeah, we yeah, did too. We did too. <laughs> so what's a very movie? 
Oh, my favorite movie. Hmm. I love classics. So Imitation of Life is a favorite movie of mine. Um, you know what I used to love as a kid, and I introduced it to my daughter as well. Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. Ooh, Teen Wolf and Back to the Future. I can watch them over and over and over and over again. So, yeah. Yeah, we actually uh, uh, in November have one of the people from Back to the Future coming on. Oh wow! Awesome. Oh, that, that'll be pretty cool. Couldn't yeah. get Michael J. Fox though, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really cool. But who yeah. knows? One day yeah. down the road. Yes, for sure. Awesome. What's your favorite movie? Mine is The Minions. The Minions. Oh, I saw that. I think I took my daughter to see that one. That's good. Yeah, they have built yes. such a strong brand, I tell you. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's great. Well, are you consider being considering being an actor one day, maybe? No? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> Whatever yes. he wants, we'll guide him. Yeah. Whatever you want. That's uh, right. As he, yeah, as he right. becomes a teenager and kind of feels his way out, we'll definitely, yeah. you know, definitely put wherever his passion because we're not going to be one of them parents. Oh, you got to be this doctor. You got to be this lawyer. I mean, look at what we do. I mean, we, yeah. we you, know, you know, I want to find his passion and help him run with it. For sure. Well, that's awesome. Right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> nice meeting you. <laughs> He's still a little shy somewhat. But yet he's, you know, the cool thing is this is opening him up a lot. But what's funny is sometimes his friends, um, parents will get him around them. So that because once he gets around kids, he's like fully oh, open. He's very confident. I mean, he'll I'm walk sure up to any himself, yeah. kid and and make a and say, I'm Chris. Yes. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. So, so we did something right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great kid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play? Hmm. Oh, my God. There's so many. I mean, yes. The Denzels, the Violas, the, <laughs> the Merrills of the world. Oh, <laughs> Who am I love? Oh, that's a hard question. You know, I just want to work with great artists. You know, I think, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to bias and just name all the greats, but there's some phenomenal actors who, who are up and coming. Yeah, who names aren't in lights, who work so consistently, right? Um, and I watch so many of them on television and it's it's the work for me. So just to work alongside great artists who are engaging, who give back to their fellow artists is that's all you can ask for when yeah. you're working on a project, yeah. you know, is, is to work and collaborate with like-minded artists. Great answer Absolutely. there. Yeah. <clears throat> now this one probably has a thousand answers too, but <laughs> what's a show or movie that you've seen that you wish you had a part in? Mm. Well, every every audition that I didn't get, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's man. a great answer. Uh, mm. Let's see. Oh wow, these are like tough. There's so so much good stuff out. Um, <laughs> that I wish. I mean, Black Panther. I would. That's have a great one. Yeah. To be in Black Panther. I mean, anything Marvel. <laughs> Oh, right, yes. superhero, um, villain. I think I would Ooh, be that'd be fun. Villain, yeah. 
So anything that's like superhero and it has a huge villain character, they need to take down. So you ever get turned down from a role and then you seen the movie or show and you're like, okay, I see why. Oh, for <laughs> I mean, sure. You're like, okay, sure. this makes sense now. For sure. For sure. Everything is not your role and that's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, the people behind the scenes, the casting and producers and studios, they know what they want. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, I can see that. Right. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times it's a gender change. It's an ethnicity change. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. You look much, the person looks much older, right? Or the person mm -hmm. looks way younger or they change age brackets. So it's so many different things that goes into you not getting the job. Um, so you can't really harp on that. So, so did you ever see a, did you ever see a character that you auditioned for and thought, well, why did you audition? <laughs> why did I audition? No, no, I'm saying that you have you ever seen a character mm -hmm. in a movie or show to where you, you question why were you even auditioning? Because you, I mean, clearly it wasn't going to. Well, I think that happens when the person they cast is a star, <laughs> right? <laughs> the conversation's like, oh, well, you got the star. Yeah. <laughs> you were already <laughs> going after the star. The yeah. star is going to get it if they accept over. Right. You know, a, a a person who doesn't have name yeah. recognition. Right. So yeah, I think that, that happens. That happens, but that doesn't. You can't get discouraged by that. Yeah. No. Because there are there are a lot of times where a non-recognized name will get the job over someone who has a huge following or yeah. someone who you know has done a lot of a lot of movies because it can't always be about followers or yeah. name recognition it's about the work is who is the most truthful in this work in this work in this role mm -hmm. so that that's the bottom line exactly yes. i definitely love that now back in 2015 we interviewed kelsey ballerini before she was kelsey so to speak <laughs> and we asked her where she wanted to be in five years and i always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us is almost to the T of where she's at right now. And so knowing that, where do you want to, where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years? Well, in five years, I would definitely have my own show on a huge network <laughs> and a series regulars, a series regular role. Um, I also love behind the camera. I run oh, yeah. a self-tape okay. studio um, where I am often called an actor's director. So directing is one of my passions. So in oh, five okay. years, I am manifesting mm -hmm. that I will be directing oh, a wow. episode of television, yeah. my own short film. I'm also writing. I have a degree in journalism, so I'm going to finally utilize that degree and put pen to paper and and start writing again back to creating my own work and, and writing a role myself and then pitching it and having one of these huge studios buy it <laughs> yeah and what are some sources of inspiration for you mm, my daughter is very inspiring you know, I, she is my mini me. So I look at her, see myself, see, I see my 10 year old self in her and understanding that the world is my oyster and whatever it is that I want, whatever my goals are, that they are attainable. 
there are no restrictions or limitations on what I can have um, or what she can have. She's very vocal. Does she, she want to follow in your footsteps? She is an actor. Yes. Oh, she's oh, cool. oh, so she's an actor and she's ready for big time. <laughs> so I said, okay, school <laughs> comes first and we'll, we'll <laughs> sprinkle in the industry um, when the time allows. But my daughter is, is, is one of my biggest inspirations. My mom is very inspiring as well. My mom was a Philadelphia police officer for 33 years, a drill sergeant mm -hmm. in the United States Army Reserve. She did two deployments. Um, so growing up, I had a strong female role model in my life. I had a super, I have a superhero. Um, mm -hmm. and, and my mother is that for me. So those two powerful women is for me. Love oh, that. Love that answer. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you ultimately like to be known and remembered for? I want to be first, aside from the business, just a kind, loving, attentive human being. <laughs> we need more <laughs> kindness in the world. Um, so, and in my career, just being an artist that told stories truthfully, authentic storytelling, right? Um, that that draws in the audience, that changes someone's minds, that changes someone's heart posture. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the type of work that I want to be remembered for. And that's the type of work that I want to do. And that's the type of work that I seek out in my career because I understand and I know that I have a trajectory of what I want my career to look like. So mm -hmm. oftentimes that is saying no to things that's not in alignment with where I see myself or what mm -hmm. I want for myself mm -hmm. um, in, in life, but it's been also in this business, you, your no is more powerful than your yes. Yeah. So I stand firm. Like they say no is a sentence. It is full. It's louder. It's very loud. Um, and I think, you know, wherever you are in your journey and whatever career path that is, you have to stand on your morals, your principles, your beliefs and all those things and, and trust that something greater mm -hmm. is on the horizon for you. So that's that's what you I know. Speaking of all that, that's like um, on my personal Facebook page, I've got friends of all walks of life friends of um, all different races, religions. You, basically, it's a really broad um, mm -hmm. and that keeps me in check because sometimes, you know, your ideology can get a, a little ahead of you. And then all of a sudden you're reading other people's posts and you're like, OK, that makes sense. Where yes. before where, where without that other side, you're almost like, OK, then you're just in a tunnel of only you. So, mm -hmm. so I try to keep a broad base of Facebook friends. Yeah, so that it kind of keeps me in check. Yes, for sure. I mean, look, look where we are today in the world. You have to be open-minded and, and, and really hear everyone's perspective. And that's a lot of perspectives to hear. <laughs> perspectives are, is good energy, right? Um, um, but you still have to be open to yeah. understanding the people around you, right? Oh, and yeah. and not make it all about yourself and, and and what it is that you want. You have to be understanding. We have to compromise. We have to live. We we are not the we're not living in this world by ourselves, right? Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of times when I'm driving in a car with my daughter, 
I, if we're at a, a light, I make sure I point out the people crossing the street, right? People mm -hmm. walking, people outside having coffee. But every one of these people that we see, we don't know their name. We don't know their story. We don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. right? But they have a life that they are living. Yes. Every single right. person, right? Yep. So we can't judge. We can't assume, no. right? Um, because everyone is dealing with different things. So all we can do is be kind. Yes, that's so important. And that's what really yeah. matters. Mm -hmm. If you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I want you to tune into High Town <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday nights at nine on Stars. Janelle makes her appearance on November 7th, which is episode oh, okay. four. So tune in to that. And whatever your dream is, whatever your goal is, just go after it. Don't allow social media, don't allow people, naysayers, mm -hmm. discourage you for going for going after what's in your heart, right? Because that's the biggest, that's the biggest disappointment when we don't go after what we desire because yeah. somebody didn't believe in us or somebody said we couldn't do it. And now we're sitting there wishing and hoping that we made a different decision. So just do it and live life to the fullest, especially as an artist. You have to, you have to bring your full self to the work. So you have to live out loud in order to do that. And that's just like, even with our show, you know, we've had, well, we've had, we've had doubters since we, they we married over 19 years ago, because we met oh, online yeah. back oh, in wow. two when it was taboo. Back yes. Then. Unconventional. Uh, very unconventional. Then, and yeah. we moved really fast back then. Okay. And, you know, so of course people are like, oh, it could never work. You know, you're making a mistake and this mm -hmm. and that. And if I would have listened to that, then we wouldn't have the marriage we have today. We wouldn't have the kids we have today. Yes. You know, it's like our show, you know, people said, you know, we've never done nothing conventional. You know, mm -hmm. I just, you know, yeah, you can, you, you can, I will listen, but that doesn't mean I will take your advice. <laughs> yes. yes, for sure. Cause I have to live with it. I have to be the one that sits, sits down and on my deathbed wonder what if. Yeah. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> People like to interject themselves in your life, and it's like, go live yours. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you got nothing positive or at least constructive to say, yes, then go say it somewhere else for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we come to a close here, what is some advice you'd like to give to someone who's really just getting started? They got their feet wet, they've played maybe a couple roles, whether it's commercial or maybe a small role in a show, but they feel called to act, what advice would you give that person? Definitely start taking classes. Just because someone says you're talented or you feel that that's easy and I can do this, mm. you have to exercise your instrument. You have to constantly be working on your craft. So class is imperative. I'm still in class. No, oh, wow. Because there's so much more to learn. Um, in this in this business right and yeah. aside from that also learning the business so there's a mm -hmm. difference between learning your craft and learning mm -hmm. the business this is the business of show you are a brand right so you have to mm -hmm. move through this industry as a brand you have to understand how to market yourself um mm -hmm. so those are imperative um i also would say again back to living your life so you can bring your full self to the work 
um, experiencing different things. And when I say class, not just learning, you know, different methods of acting, but there's so many things, learning on camera techniques, audition techniques, self-taping skills, scene study. There's so much to learn. And so um, much you can do with YouTube. Oh, and YouTube University. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we use. Yeah, YouTube yeah. University is great, but you know, you also need want to be in a class and, and collaborate yeah. with yeah. artists. Um, so I definitely would would say that watch movies, study the greats, whoever your favorite actor is, look them up on IMDb and go back to their very first movie. Oh. Study, study oh, wow. everything that they did, see how they grew as an artist. Uh, watch the progression. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So wow. you, you'll be like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and then, you know, still from the greats too. Yeah. <laughs> still from somebody else. I mean, I say, and I say that yeah. positively, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We know exactly where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah, these things in, in people's work that when I watch them, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Right? So you can like take little things from the, the, the actors that you admire. Because yeah, you can take tips from what you see without trying to become yeah, them. Make oh, it sure. your own. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I could never be Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> but I and I could never be Bobby like Bones. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as we come to a close here, tell everybody how they can find you and promote whatever you want to promote. Yes. Well, I'm on social media on all platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then that's enough for me because I can't keep up with the rest. Um, <laughs> at Crystal Lee Brown, just my full name on all mm -hmm. three. Um, you can catch me again on Hightown next Sunday, November 7th as Janelle. Yeah. I'll be in the beginning of the season. So uh, my character arc is one to watch. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Um, check it out. Yeah. And I, I, I like to just engage. So Whoever hits me. Oh, and I tape LA as well. So my self-tape oh, yeah. and coaching business, I coach actors virtually. So you don't have to be in LA. I also self-tape. Yeah. So um, that's I tape LA that's on Instagram and Facebook. Love that. Love you that. know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today and we look we forward did. to having you back for updates down the road. Thank you so much. And shout out to Susan friend with the comments. Thank you, Susan. Thanks for watching, Susan. You have a great day. Have a good day. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.